Welcome to the Face First Golf Podcast. Real talk about improving your game if you're a 12 plus handicap player. This is where we leave the delusions of the online golf marketing world behind and face the truth about what it takes to get your game where you want it to be. I'm your host, Craig Jones. I've been a golf coach for 25 years and have helped 20,000 players improve their game through online learning. And I've learned a few things along the way and now I'm sharing those things so you can stop wasting time and fix what matters. Welcome to reality. All right, so I've been doing this thing called 75 hard, and it is 75 straight days of working out twice a day, drinking a gallon of water, sticking to a diet, no alcohol, no cheat meals, uh, and one of the things is 10 pages of reading per day. So this thing's by a, a guy named Andy Frisella, and you could go to 75hard.com if you wanted to check out something like that, if you have any interest in those kinds of things. But in the course of doing my 10 pages of nonfiction reading per day, I decided to reread a book by James Clear called Atomic Habits. It's a book that a ton of people are familiar with. It has, I don't know, 40,000 reviews or something ridiculous like that on uh, Amazon. And it is really, uh, it's a great book that uh, this is the third time I've read it, but this time reading it, it just hit me in a completely different way. You know how things just hit you in a different way with where you are in your life. And I've really been putting a lot of thought into what really is the simplest way to improve your game? What is the best way to really simplify face-first golf? This is the kind of stuff that keeps me up at night. And, you know, I just keep coming back to, I know it's not a popular marketing message, but there is no hack and there is no overnight fix to your golf swing and your golf game. But the good news with that is that so there are so many small habits that you can do every day that make a huge difference because that is one of the principles of the Atomic Habits book is that changes that seem small and unimportant at first will compound into remarkable results if you're willing to stick with them for the long term. And that really ties so well into my belief about practice, which is number one, you have to have a practice at home set up. You cannot rely on going to the driving range for your practice sessions. Just the fact that you got to put the clubs in the car, drive somewhere, all of these things are huge barriers to practice. Not only that, but when you get to the driving range, there's no way you're going to do the kind of swing work that really gets results. And the kind of swing work that gets results, there is a place for practice with ball flight. But the vast majority of players, especially if your handicap is over 12, 
you really should be doing work on learning specific skills, hitting balls either into a net or hitting foam balls up against a wall. And so these are these short, frequent practice sessions at home. And these are the kinds of things that will make those changes that do seem small and unimportant at first, but they compound into huge results if you stick with them for the long term. Because the things that you do today compound over time and create the you of the future. And that doesn't just apply to golf. It applies to your life as well. So here's another little principle from Atomic Habits that really jumped out at me in a different way than it has in the past when I've read the book. And that is, you do not rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems. And so goals are about the results you want to achieve, but systems are about the processes that lead to those results. And your system is those short, frequent practice sessions at home as long as you are working on the right thing. And what is the right thing? You know that, maybe you know, if you're a member, you know, if you're not a member, you might not know, but the number one skill that you have to learn if your handicap is over 12, you have to learn how to swing that club path from the inside on the downswing and how to make a forearm rollover release. Those two things go together. You can't release the club until you're swinging from the inside on the downswing. And that is where all the effortless power is. And that leads us into this next thing that I was reading about in uh, Atomic Habits. And that is the Goldilocks rule, which apparently this has been applied in many, many disciplines. And James Clear in the Atomic Habits book applied it to habits, and I'm applying it to golf. So I don't feel like I'm stealing from James Clear here because he's stealing from somebody else. But this really hit me in a way because it really brought together, it gave a name to something that I've been teaching for, I don't want to say 25 years. I started it with Golf Tech in 2001, and I taught thousands of lessons with video with Golf Tech, and then went on to own five Golf Tech Learning Centers in Phoenix and Tucson. So this, is, this, this Goldilocks rule gives a name to something that I've been teaching for a long time, because along that way is when I really kind of honed this method that would eventually become Face First Golf. And so what the Goldilocks rule states is that for peak motivation, humans need to be working on a skill that is at the edge of their capabilities. And that means, of course, that you have to find that edge of your capabilities. And what does it mean well, I was just talking about the skill that you've got to learn swinging from the inside and being able to release the club. That's where all the effortless power comes from. That's the skill that you need to learn if your handicap is over 12. So where is the edge of your capabilities? Well, the edge of your capabilities is however fast or long of a swing you can make and still get that to happen. So most players, when we first start this, 
I talked about this a little bit on, last time on the podcast. This kind of gives a name to what I was talking about then, which is I said that you've got to start with one-eighth length, one-eighth speed swings and see if you can swing from the inside and release the club with swings that are that small and that slow. Most players can get that down pretty quickly. So then we go to quarter speed, quarter length swing. And can you do it with that length and speed of swing? Most players, again, get that down pretty quickly. Now, when we start getting to the half swing, that's where sometimes it can start to break down. Okay, and so when we go to half swing, we'll start to see that club path come a little bit over the top, or we'll start to see a little bit of that chicken wing start to creep in there, or we'll start to see a little bit of both of those, because those things go together, right? The little over-the-top move and that little chicken wing, those go together. Those are the opposite of what we want to be doing, which is swinging from the inside and making a full forearm rollover release. So if when you go from quarter to half, speed and length of swing, if that is where your swing starts to break down, that is your Goldilocks spot. Where working on swinging from the inside and releasing the club with a half swing, it isn't too easy and it's not too hard, it's just right. And that's why we call it the Goldilocks spot or we can call it the sweet spot of where you should be spending the vast majority of your practice time. If your handicap's over 12 and you're ready to get real about improving your game, it does not take body wrecking, marathon ball beating sessions, but it does take committing to five to 10 minute daily practice sessions at home. To learn about my new 44-day plan to remake your game, come by and see us at facefirstgolf.com. And you might wonder, why is it that we've got to learn to swing from the inside and release the club? And the reason is because it's the opposite of what all 12-plus handicap players do, which is swinging over the top with that weak, power-killing chicken wing, right? That's why Learning how to swing from the inside with release is the number one skill you need if your handicap is over 12. But here's the problem with learning it. After 25 years of first teaching 10,000 lessons at Golf Tech as a coach, then owning five Golf Tech learning centers in Phoenix and Tucson, then helping over 20,000 players online, I can tell you this with 100% certainty, there is no hack. There's no 10-minute fix. There's no 10-swing fix or whatever the, the internet marketers are hucking these days. But just because there's no overnight fix, it doesn't mean that you have to suffer and toil. The secret lies in the Goldilocks rule. So imagine that you were playing a game of pickleball against a four-year-old. You'd win so easily that you'd quickly lose motivation and interest. But now imagine if you were playing against a professional competitive player, you would probably lose so badly that you'd lose motivation and interest. But now picture playing someone equally matched to you. You would be winning points, losing points, narrowly winning and losing games. And, and would that keep your attention and motivation levels 
high, of course it would. And it's the same with working on your golf swing and in particular that skill building of learning to swing the club path from the inside with that full forearm rollover release. So the problem the players run into is they are trying to make a challenging swing change with a full swing at full speed. The task is too hard. You won't be able to do it and you'll lose interest. So, but then try to make that swing change with maybe a chip shot or something like that. And then it's too easy. The, the swing's too small. There's no challenge and you'll lose interest there. So that's why the secret lies in the Goldilocks rule when making an important swing change that's going to completely change your game. It can't be too hard and it can't be too easy. It has to be just right. That sweet spot is what I'm here to help you find. And that's what we work on in Face First Golf is really taking you through how to find your sweet spot. Once you find it, you can really take this difficult swing change and make it easy, should I I say, but not too easy, right? This is the Goldilocks rule, but big important swing changes can't be learned at full speed with full swings. You have to use the Goldilocks rule to find your practice sweet spot. And when you do, you can build skills that have eluded you your whole life. So that is just a super logical approach to skill building, you'll find your practice sweet spot, spend the vast majority of your time there building new skills and breaking through lifelong barriers. And if you have trouble identifying your practice sweet spot, that's what live lesson Fridays are for. You can upload your swing. For my personal feedback, we do live lesson Fridays every week. I pull up member swings, pop them into my swing analysis software, share my screen and show you what's going on with your swing, drawing all the lines and putting you up next to a pro and all that stuff. Then I actually step out to the net, show you exactly what to work on. So that is something that's unique to Face First Golf. No other program offers that without paying some kind of huge premium. But, you know, from my golf tech days, the swing analysis piece, that's really my superpower. I can really quickly and easily drill down to what you need and give you just enough to work on without overwhelming you with everything that's going on with your swing. So it's really kind of that efficiency uh, that allows me to offer that premium service without charging a premium. So if you're a member, take advantage of that. Send in your swing. Let me give you some guidance. You don't have to guess or wonder what the heck is going on. You can actually upload your swing. I'll take a look at it. I'll even give you a live lesson. If you can't make it, don't let that hold you back because the recording goes out same day, almost always, and you can just watch the recording. So there's no excuse. There's no excuse for not sending in your swing, not finding where your sweet spot is, not allowing me to give you some personal direction. I love doing it, and it has helped so many players. I'm thinking of three players off the top of my head right now who have just broken through some big barriers by learning this, but it does take a little humility, 
I don't know if humility is the word. What what is the word that would describe? I guess it is humility. You have to understand that you cannot, uh, you can't overcome the immutable laws of golf improvement. And one of the immutable laws of golf improvement is that challenging swing changes cannot go from concept to showing up in your full swing overnight. So if you're trying to make a big swing change show up in your full swing, if you've seen yourself and see that over-the-top swing, see that chicken wing, and you're trying to swing from the inside, and you're trying to release the club, and you're you're thinking that that there's just you haven't heard the the correct explanation, or that there is some thing that is going to magically make that show up in your full swing at full speed. I'm here to tell you that just doesn't happen. So you have to find your swing sweet spot, <laughs> not your swing spot. Maybe they're say kind of your sweet your swing spot and your and your sweet spot. And you gotta you gotta kind of be humble and you gotta step back and say, hey, I can't do this at full speed, full swing. Maybe even I can't do this on my own. I need some help and I need some direction. And if you're a member, you have no excuse at all, right? <laughs> if you're not a member, why not become one? You can be getting a lesson as soon as next Friday for live lesson Fridays. So let me just leave you with this. These changes, they don't happen overnight, but they do happen. And the work that you have to do to make them happen isn't hard work, okay? It's just knowing what approach to take. It's knowing how to find your sweet spot. And so this does not require those those ball-beating, marathon ball-beating sessions that do more harm than good. Really, it's about just kind of slowing things down. And you'll be surprised at how easy it is when you do slow things down and how when you do start to feel what it feels like to swing from the inside and release the club, all of a sudden it really opens doors to new feelings that you've never felt in your swing before. And not only that, but then what ends up happening is as you start to work on that and practice that with the slower, smaller swings, then when you start to add more speed, you suddenly start to feel things that you never felt before. You start to feel your over-the-top swing. You start to feel that chicken wing swing because now you have emotion and a feeling that you have ingrained to some extent that you can kind of compare your motion to. So, and that's a big step. When you start to feel the difference between what you really want to be doing with your swing, swinging from the inside, releasing the club, compared to what you have been doing with your swing for probably decades in most cases. I told the story about how quickly most players learn how to swing over the top when they first start swinging, start playing golf. And it's a direct response to the fact that it does not come natural to square up the club face at impact. So everybody, when they first start playing golf, their club face is open. They don't know how to square up the club face. The compensation that they make is to swing that club 
path over the top. So that is how quickly it happens when you first start playing golf. And most players probably have been swinging over the top almost since literally the the sixth, seventh swing they ever made in their life. So that's a pretty ingrained habit. So to feel the opposite is a big step. And it's really nice when you can start to feel what a real golf swing does feel like. And it happens every day at Face First Golf. It's one of the most rewarding things uh, to see happen for members. And when they have those breakthroughs, it just really makes everything so worth it. All these live lesson Fridays, all these thousands of lesson videos and and dozens of lesson programs that I've shot over all the years. It's just a, a really rewarding experience to see players start to break these barriers. And I think I mentioned Steve Bard was one recent one that here's a guy who's been shooting 110 plus who went out and shot 95 and he did it right after he learned how to make these smaller swings, swinging from the inside and releasing the club. Is it a coincidence? I don't think so. So, so this is a valuable skill to learn. And when you start to learn it, even if you don't have it all the way to where it's showing up completely at, at full speed with a full swing on the golf course, you still see the benefits of really starting to make this motion because I always say you will never revert back all the way to your old habits. Even if you revert back some when you get on the golf course, you will never revert back all the way to your old habits. Man, now I am getting into some different topics that I wasn't even going to talk about today. Get me going a little bit here and all the all the face-first golf principles start flowing a little bit here. So I'm going to cut myself off Thanks for being along with me here for this little foray into this is where we leave the the delusions of the internet golf marketing world behind and we talk about the truth about what it takes to improve your game. I appreciate you and thanks for listening. If your handicap is over 12 and you're ready to get real about improving your game, it doesn't take body wrecking, marathon ball beating sessions, but it does take committing to five to 10 minute daily practice sessions at home. To learn about my new 44 day plan to remake your game, come by and see us at facefirstgolf.com.